Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Danny Watson, a mindset and manifestation expert and founder of The Click, a company that helps women overcome their fears and limiting beliefs to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can co-create magic with the universe. If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifest more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Hello ladies. So I am recording this off the back of a really interesting conversation I had recently with somebody and we were discussing whether or not you can be successful without the hard work, without having to struggle in order to get there, where the success can come easily and effortlessly and joyfully. Now, this is a conversation that is pretty close to my heart because I, if we kind of rewind five years ago, I was very much in the position that in order for you to be successful, you had to work for it. I was very much of that hustle mode mentality. And a big part of this was because that was the environment in which I had come from. I'd come from a background in law. I studied law at university. I went into the corporate world. And this was very much what I'd see, this mentality where you had to work really hard, you had to work late nights, you had to work in this very aggressive, almost competitive kind of way in order to get to where you wanted within your career. Now, my mindset is completely different. In fact, some of my most successful months within my business have been the months where I've actually worked the least, (laughs) where I've actually relaxed the most, where I've been enjoying myself and where I've just generally been kind of paying attention to my own self-care. Now, I want to kind of give a full disclosure here. When I say that I've been able to experience success and that has been easy and that has been effortless and that has been joyful, that doesn't mean that I haven't shown up, okay? It means that I have shown up for myself, for my business, for my clients, but I have done so in a way that respects my own boundaries, in a way that doesn't drain me, doesn't leave me feeling burnt out, isn't leaving me feeling stressed out. You know, I'm not acting from this place of panic and desperation. I'm acting in a way that really raises my vibration rather than drains it. So anyway, we were having this conversation and the person that I was chatting with was very much of the opinion that nobody could ever create a six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure business without experiencing some degree of pressure or stress or, you know, having to really, really work hard for it. And I was very much on the opposite side of this argument. And Although I have at times within my business definitely felt the pressure and definitely felt myself slipping into that hustle mode mentality, as I said, some of my most successful moments have been when I've not been in that energy. And so I now truly believe we can have everything that we want and more, and we don't have to make that energetic sacrifice for it. So where I want to go with this um, recording then is I want to take you through sort of the steps of the mindset shifts that I've really made to help me really embody this idea that, you know, we can have what we want and it can be easy. And this really all starts with getting clear around how you want the process of getting to where you want to be to look. 
Now, here's the thing. So often when we think about manifesting a certain goal or creating a certain outcome for ourselves, we often get focused on the thing that we want. So maybe it's a successful business, maybe it's a certain financial goal, maybe it's a certain, you know, a book deal that we're trying to manifest. We focus on that thing. And often we miss out the process, the journey. We don't necessarily get clear on how we want the whole journey to look. We just know we want to get there and we kind of almost sort of so blindsided that we don't really think about how we want to get there. And I see this play out play out very, very um, often, um, especially within the coaching industry, but within the online space where women set themselves these amazing, incredible goals and perhaps even hit those goals. But because of what it's taken for them to get there, they almost then reach their upper limit and they can't repeat it or they find themselves self-sabotaging when they try and recreate that success or they find themselves plateauing within their businesses and struggling to you know, get beyond a certain milestone. And often it's tied in with this concept of you know, the process that's got them to that goal is not something that they want to repeat or perhaps can even repeat because it has drained them so much. So this clarity on what you want your process to look like, your journey to look like is thinking about you know, if I am going towards this goal, how do I want to be showing up every day in pursuit of this goal? Do I want this goal to drain me emotionally, to burn me out, to zap everything from me? Or do I want to be able to show up within my business, within my life, and really kind of respect my boundaries, make time for self-care, work in this very relaxed way, yet still be able to get to where I want to be? So think about in the pursuit of your dreams, how do you want that journey to look? You know, when you wake up in the morning, do you want to be hitting that panic button and going about your day feeling stressed, feeling anxious, feeling like you've not got enough time? Or would it, you prefer things to be much more of a leisurely pace where you feel like you've got this abundance of time, where, you know, you are making space for a yoga practice, meditation, you know, reading books, doing the things that you really love, where you're making space for your family. Okay, so think about how you want your life to unfold as you are pursuing your goals. Get really, really clear and specific on that. And when I say clear and specific, write it down. You know, create a vision board, not just of where you want to go, but of what that process is going to look like. Think about, you know, how you're going to be showing up on a day-to-day -day basis. Okay, now the next part of this process, as with any type of, you know, mindset shift is thinking about, well, what do I believe about the journey? Do I believe that being successful has to be hard work, has to come with that struggle? Do I believe that making money has to come with some sort of sacrifice or burnout? And this was where the work got really interesting for me because I realized I had this huge attachment between how hard I was working and my worth. I believed that working hard was my passage to success. And I felt like working hard was also my badge of honor. It was the thing that I prided myself upon, okay? So I had this belief system that working hard, or success rather, equals you must work hard. I believed I had to work hard to be successful. I believed I had to work hard in order to make money. But more than I just, more than just believing it, it had actually become a part of my identity. I was just somebody who worked hard. Now, kind of going back to this 
um, thing that I mentioned about this attachment between my worth and my work, when I started to really dig into my beliefs and where this belief originated from, this belief that I had to work hard, it very much stemmed from my early childhood. Like with many of our beliefs, they're often formed at a very early age, between the ages of naught and seven. And I kind of went back to my childhood when I was first starting school, when I was first, you know, learning how to read, learning how to spell, we were doing spelling tests. And I was somebody that just wanted to do well at school. I enjoyed learning. I would come home, I would tell my mom, you know, what I'd done that day and she would praise me. And as I got older, it seemed like the praise got more, you know, the, the better that I was doing at school, the more praise I got. And I got into this loop where I was craving that praise from working hard. And getting that praise from working hard was how I was feeling accepted by, you know, my, my family, by my teachers, by my peers. It was how I was feeling validated. It was like my way of saying, look, I'm good enough. I'm worthy because of how hard I'm working. And ultimately what that translates into as a child is that that's how I was feeling loved. You know, by me showing up and saying, look, I've done really well, I've worked hard for this, and then getting praise for that, that made me feel loved, it made me feel wanted, accepted, okay? And so when you start to kind of do this work, it's very obvious why we then find it very, very hard to break that cycle of working hard to get what we want. Because attached to that is your sense of work. This idea that, you know, if I'm not working hard, do I really deserve success? Am I worthy of success? Am I worthy of love? Am I worthy of acceptance? If I'm not proving myself, if I haven't earned the right to receive, you know, success. So this for me was a real, it required me to do really kind of peel back the layers on my belief system, but also kind of look at my identity. I was very much stuck in the identity of I am a hard worker. Okay, so the next phase on from this is kind of looking at the identity you have and the beliefs that you have and starting to really peel back those layers and figuring out what part of my belief system or what part of my identity is no longer serving me. And who is the woman that I need to start showing up as in order to create the success in the way that I want to create it? So this is where like the belief work really, really comes into its own because you can start to figure out, well, you know, this belief that making money or being successful comes with sacrifice, comes with burnout. I can choose not to believe this anymore, okay? What do I want to believe instead? And what we start to do is we then start to replace those negative beliefs, those disempowering beliefs with a new, more empowering set of beliefs that reflect the reality that we want to create for ourselves. So for me, this was very much, I believe that making money is fun. I believe that making money is easy. I believe that being successful can be joyful, it can be light. But most importantly, and this was a really big one for me, it was, I believe I am unconditionally worthy. It is my birthright to be successful. I was born worthy. I don't need to prove myself to be worthy of receiving success, love, validation. Okay, so yes, I had to do a lot of work, you know, around the beliefs around, you know, working hard, but more importantly, I had to really start to transform my beliefs around my worthiness, okay? And here's the thing with self-worth. 
once you start to recognize your worth. So for me, I was doing this work in relation to working hard, but I found that it had this knock-on effect across all other areas of my life as well. So not just within my business, I found that I was able to create better boundaries for myself outside of my business. I felt like I was able to speak up for myself more. I was no longer afraid of holding back what I really thought, you know, rather than people pleasing or sitting on the fence with things. Because I had that worthiness within me and I wasn't looking for somebody else to give me that worthiness, I find it far, far, far easier to really speak my truth. So these are just some of the ways that worthiness, that when you really start to recognize your own worth, these are just some of the knock-on effects it can have in your life. But let's come back to this process then, because we're not, we're not done here. So the work that I did around the identity and beliefs was a big, big part of you know, me changing the narrative when it came to working hard. But I also started to pay attention to my energy as well, because I recognized that I was very much stuck in this energy of stress. I felt like stress was my emotional home. Okay, and what I meant by this, mean by this, is that even though stress and, you know, high tension, high anxiety, even though that is not necessarily a good energy to be in, and we can feel it within our bodies, it doesn't feel good, we feel tight, we feel constricted, it was my emotional home. And what I mean by that, it was the place in which I felt most comfortable, because it was all I had known. And here's the thing, we will always gravitate back to what is familiar, to what is comfortable. Our subconscious mind will keep us trapped in this cycle of going back to what is familiar, even though we know it's no good for us, okay? So it's very similar to, let's say, the person who keeps going for the wrong type of man, you know, keeps falling for the wrong type of man. She knows that type of guy isn't right for her, doesn't treat her right, yet for whatever reason, the next person is exactly the same, okay? It's the same sort of idea, how we keep falling back into these, you know, these, these negative cycles. We know it's not good for us, yet we do it anyway. Why is that? It's because we naturally gravitate to what is familiar. And for me, stress was familiar. It was my emotional home. It was something that had very much been kind of ingrained in me from an early age, this, you know, high pressure, work hard, do your best, try harder, keep going, that kind of mentality. Okay, and so I was very much embodying this energy and we are a magnet to the things that we are a vibrational match to. So if I was in the energy of stress, stress, panic, tension, what did that mean for my reality? Well, I was going to start to create experiences within my reality that were stressful, that would require me to get tense, that would, you know, cause me to get into that fight or flight mode. Okay, and so even though I was telling myself, you know, I want this business where, you know, I'm working in this really joyful, flowy way, my energy was saying otherwise. My energy was still much embodying the energy of stress and tension. So in order to change my reality, I had to also change my energy. For me, a big part of this was really paying attention to self-care, to really start to calm down my nervous system so that I could start to relax and that way of being, that energy would become more familiar to me, okay? So remember what I said earlier, we naturally gravitate to what is familiar. So I needed to make my new normal being in the energy of calm, 
relaxed, <laughs> easy, going with the flow, you know, not trying to control things, not trying to force things, not trying to push the, for things. I needed to start embodying that kind of energy. And things that really, really helped with this for me, meditation, it became a non-negotiable. Things like yoga, breath work, um, really paying attention to energetic blocks within my chakras, emotional freedom techniques. So these are just some of the energy healing tools that I've absolutely loved to just really help me switch it up when it comes to my energy. Um, Reiki as well has been something, it's not something that I'm personally trained in, but I've loved having, you know, Reiki sessions, going for Reiki sessions to really help shift any sort of blocks of negative energy within me. Okay. Now moving on from the energy then is really about that that element of taking action, because remember here, we're talking about creating a, a, an experience that we want or getting a certain outcome, okay? And we can't just sit there and hope for the best and hope success just drops into our lap, okay? So there's a difference between, you know, working in a way that's relaxed and actually just not doing anything at all and just completely zoning out, <laughs> okay? So you're not going to get a book published if you've never wrote one word, <laughs> okay? You're not going to, you know, create a successful business if you never start taking the steps to set a business up and to make that happen, okay? So you get the idea. We've got to be taking some action, but here's the thing. We often get stuck into this trap of taking too much action. And really this is, again, this is what this whole training is about, is knowing the balance between taking action and that being fun and light and joyful and actually taking too much action to the point that we are stressing ourselves out, burning ourselves out and, you know, we're being depleted by the journey, okay, rather than being inspired by the journey. So the action needs to be this inspired action, action that keeps your vibration high, action that really, you know, allows you to stay in the flow. And this is really where you need to start paying attention to what your own individual boundaries are. So for some people, the amount of action that they are able to take before they feel exhausted might be very, very little. Other people have more of an appetite for, you know, a longer stretch of work. And what this really all comes down to is your unique balance between the masculine and the feminine energy. So typically masculine energy is very much this action orientated doing energy. Whereas our feminine energy is very much about being. So very much about just going with the flow and trusting your intuition and just kind of leaning into things rather than trying to force or push for things to happen. Now, there's a place for both the masculine and the feminine. And often when we find ourselves pushing too hard, it's because we are resting too much into our masculine energy. But the balance is going to be very much unique to you. It's really about having a play around with this and figuring out where your sweet spot is. So I typically probably naturally have more masculine energy than maybe somebody else, you know? So I fully appreciate and recognize there is a space for slowing down and going with the flow and just leaning into it. But if I do that for too long, 
I start to really feel out of place, okay? I start to feel really, really disconnected from myself. I start to feel really disconnected from the universe. And I almost am somebody that craves those moments of taking big action. You know, I know that taking big action and, you know, getting into the action side of things and doing, that often really excites me and it can energize me. Sometimes, on the contrast, when I've sat too much in my feminine, I've actually felt really exhausted. So a really good example of this, um, the summer just gone, I spent a lot of time overseas, I was in Mallorca, I didn't really do much in terms of working on my business, you know, it was time out from working on my business. And I had a lot of time for relaxation and what I found is that the more kind of time that I spent away from doing, the more tired I felt. So rather than feeling re-energized, I was starting to feel really lethargic. I was starting to feel really down. I was starting to feel really disconnected. I was struggling to concentrate. I was struggling to meditate. And for me, it's because I didn't have the right balance of the masculine and feminine. Okay, so it's really about finding your unique sweet spot and where you are tipping too much into the masculine and tipping too much you know, into the doing and where you perhaps should be taking a step back is when it starts to not feel good, okay? So maybe you are noticing the physical effects on your body, maybe you're starting to ache, maybe you're starting to feel really tired, really exhausted. Maybe you're starting to act from that place of fear and panic, okay? That's a really good sign that you're slipping too much into the masculine and you need to pull it back a bit, okay? So it's having a little play around with this and figuring, you know, what is a pace and a style of working that feels good to me? And that's what we're looking for. What is it that feels good to you, okay? Finding that balance between work and rest, you know, finding where you are most in alignment, okay? Now, the next thing I want to discuss is the importance of surrendering the outcome, handing things over to the universe, okay? So when we are, you know, taking action towards our desires, towards our goals, how much are you allowing the universe to play its role, okay? So are you just blindly going, 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 going and not giving the universe any space to work its magic as well. And what I mean by this is when you are so fixated on this is what I need to do to get to where I want to be and you're so sort of tunnel visioned with this and you kind of have this sort of checklist of things you need to do and you just kind of plod on and keep doing it and you don't stop and you know you just soldier on with things even if you're having an off day you know. That kind of mentality when you're so kind of laser focused on what you want you're not gonna recognize some of the amazing things, people, events, opportunities that the universe is also going to send your way that are going to help you to get to where you want to be. And so what we need to be doing here is we need to have more trust and more faith that what we are doing is enough. So your role is to show up, to take that inspired action to a point where you're feeling good, you're having a great time doing it, you're having fun, you're going with the flow, and then when it gets to a point when you think, okay, I don't want to do any more now or enough's enough or I need to rest, you need to trust that you have played your role and now you're handing things over to the universe to take you across the finish line. And the universe is going to start showing up and it's going to start making things happen to make your dreams happen. 
okay? And so this is that final part that a lot of people really struggle with. And I think the reason why they struggle is because they don't fully trust that everything is working out for you and it is going to happen at the, at the exact moment you are meant to receive your desires. So I call this the manifestation gap, the gap between you kind of setting the wheels in motion to make your desires come to life and you actually getting there, okay? This process, this time where you are waiting, okay? And in that gap, a lot of people, the longer that gap continues on for, the more people start to panic the more people start to think, I'm not doing enough, I'm not working hard enough. Maybe I should just try more, show up a little bit more, work harder. And I see this play out so often within the entrepreneurship space where women set very good intentions for themselves, for their business, how they want to show up. Yet, as soon as things don't happen instantly, the panic sets in. And it's like, okay, I just need to do this. I need to do more. I need to create more content. I need to create another program. I need to get another training done or something, whatever it might be. And then they're on this cycle then of just doing, 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 doing. When really, this is a time for just continuing to be, you know, to just pay attention to yourself and how you're feeling. Continue to take that inspired action and reaffirm your trust in the universe, that the universe has got your back that what you want is on its way. It's having that level of expectation that your desires are just around the corner. How would you show up today differently if you knew that everything that you've ever wanted was just about to drop in your lap during that day? Would you still be forcing things? Would you still be pushing for things? Would you still be allowing yourself to get stressed out or get burnt out? Of course not, because you already know that it's a done deal. And that's the energy that you need to be showing up with. That expectation that everything that you want and more is already on its way. So, as you can tell, I have done a lot of work around this. And for me, it's perhaps been one of the biggest shifts that I've made since becoming a business owner, kind of going from this mindset that we have to struggle, that success has to look a certain way, to now really fully living this idea that, We can have everything that we want and more and it can be fun and it can be easy and it can be light. And, you know, with full disclosure, this doesn't mean doing nothing. And it doesn't mean there won't be times when you will be challenged and you will be, you know, you will face, um, you know, difficult moments that may cause a little bit of stress or may cause a little bit of tension. And these are often, you know, moments that are lessons sent from the universe to help you to grow, okay? And when you start to just embrace those setbacks or those challenges as opportunities to grow rather than just another reason to get stressed out, honestly, your life will change for the better, I promise you. So I hope this has made a lot of sense for you ladies today, but if you do have any questions on this, please reach out and let me know. Now, if you're watching this and you are at that point where you're thinking, I am ready to take my next steps and I really would love to get trained as a coach and start building my business as a coach, then all of the the information for how to do just that is linked with this recording. So please go and check out the links. I hope you've enjoyed this and I will catch you again very, very soon. Lots of love. If you are wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact, our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to wearetheclick.com and click free course in the menu.